It's time for the End of Conversation Podcast with funny man Damian Lemon and the voice of your choice, Ali Muhammad. Yeah, this is Damian Lemon. This is Ali Muhammad. And this is In the Conversation, the podcast. Ah, we are back again. Still in uh, self-quarantine, still in the uh, the separate studio, still trying to make it through this pandemic. No you doubt. Uh, We're kicking it. You know, uh, this week we have a very special guest in the conversation, you know, to chop it up. Uh, a very, a very funny, very accomplished comedian who has uh, been getting busy for a long time. I've seen her on the on the scene quite a bit. Uh, she's been on Conan. She's been on Ferguson. She's been on Fallon. She's been on Colbert. She's been on Letterman. And I might have forgot another white dude, but she's been everywhere. <laughs> I want y'all a uh, round of applause. Give it up for Carmen Lynch in the building. Carmen, what's good? Thank you. God, that was such a nice intro. <laughs> oh, I, should, I should listen to something like that. I'll keep my self-esteem up. Oh shit! I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> you know, it's uh, right there on Wikipedia. I'm chilling. <laughs> Yo, good to have you. Good to good to have you in the building. How you doing? How you how you holding up in the midst of all of this? It's pretty nuts. I'm in Virginia now. I was up in Connecticut for a while, but uh, I decided to come see my parents. My dad turns eighty today. Oh wow! So- Birthday. Yeah, you know it's a big deal. I wanted to see him before before COVID gets bad again. <laughs> right, 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 <laughs> right, right. A little COVID <laughs> halftime. Oh shit! <laughs> so, <laughs> exactly. Uh, did y'all yeah. have to heavy social distance? How was the? How y'all celebrate eighty in the COVID era? Night, but I mean everything. We've got masks. I mean, I've been here enough that they know I don't have it. <laughs> okay. Um, so, but you know, my parents are actually pretty. Uh, they like do their own shopping and stuff, and I'm constantly like, I'll go. You know, right. you guys shouldn't leave. And they're like, no, no, no. We we want to leave the house. I'm like, all right. <laughs> I mean, right. they made it this far, so maybe they know what they're doing. I don't know. Yeah, and did it 80 yeah. years. Ain't that the shit? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can't tell me what to do. You know? Shit, exactly. I've been here. Oh, well, I think for 80-year-olds, they, you know, going to the supermarket is like a workout, so it's good for them. Uh-huh. Right. You know, right. so they're like, no, we got to do our walk to the aisle of the apples, you know? <laughs> I hear that. I hear that. That shit, that's my, that's my workout. I'm not even going to lie to you. That's a probably as aggressive as my cardio gets. Is going to associate it for 20 minutes and then hoping I didn't catch that shit. Yeah, man. That's about, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's about it for right now. Walk around the block. You know what I mean? That's about it. I haven't gotten the bike yet. Is there any part of you that thinks you already had it? Because there's a part of me that thinks that early, early March, I was Uh feeling like crap for about five days. Uh-huh. And I kind of want to get that antibody test just to see if I was right, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I don't know. I think, go ahead, were you about to say Ali? No, no, go ahead, go ahead. I don't know if I, from what, this is the thing. Uh, for, I would have, maybe two weeks ago, if you'd have asked me that, I'd have thought about that. I don't remember being super duper sick. You know what I'm saying? I, You know, mm-hmm. doing... Doing comedy, you'll do comedy, you'll do shows, and you'll have a cold. You know what I'm saying? But it don't. It wasn't 
from what I'm hearing about COVID, and I know a few people that have been through it, that shit sounds like yeah. something that, that I definitely haven't experienced. And then I got a couple friends of mine that took the antibody test, and they were kind of, you know, probably out in the world more than I was, and they didn't catch the shit. So I don't know. I don't, I, I'm yeah. not even sure. Yeah, I'm not sure yet. But that, so you Damon, think you might have had you, it, though. Damien, you lost your sense of smell, though. Oh, I did. Yeah, I did. But that was for like, yeah, I did lose my, I did lose my sense of smell, and I got scared to the motherfucker. I'm not gonna lie to you, I lost that <laughs> shit for about six days. Nothing else happened, but I definitely lost my sense of smell for six days. Uh, well, maybe that's the only symptom you had. Right. It could have been. It could have been. I mean, yeah. look, I would, I would, I'd rather. I got, I know somebody with the uh, the antibody test. I've been kind of slow to move on it. I might check yeah. it out. I might check it out to see what's what, because that's a little better than the actual COVID test. That COVID right. test, I don't even want no problems with that. I don't. That shit looks too invasive. See, so for me, you know, I I think about that sometimes, whether or not did I have it. I think back to like January when I was feeling really sluggish, or you know, late February. You know, and I slept a lot a couple of days. Right. But then I'm just thinking I probably got like the contact high COVID. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Not the real thing. Just like right. it's co- COVID light. <laughs> yeah, COVID yeah. light. Just you know, I, I I smelled some of it, but it didn't really catch in. I ain't really get a good inhale. You know, uh-huh, uh-huh. your body, your body was like, "Fuck this," and then got rid of it like in yeah. like three. <laughs> yeah, so I, did, I, I don't I don't feel like I, I I actually got a full dose of it. I I probably just got a whiff. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, man. So that shit is. Yeah, I mean. We're gonna have this for a while, so who knows? Yeah. How'd you go to VA? Did you drive or you flew? Sorry, what? How did you get to Virginia? Did you drive or you flew? Oh, I took the train. I was actually wow. in. Um, I was with my boyfriend and his family from like March fifteenth all the way to June fifteenth. Wow. And uh, and I never left the house. You know, and I mean, he's got these trails behind his his brother. His brother's house has like these little trails and stuff. So I, I, I did go outside, but when I left, I had never like left the house and, uh, and I took the train station at Amtrak wow. and it was, it was creepy cause I, it was so quiet and it went through Penn station mm-hmm. and Penn station was all shut down except for the, the train. Like there was no food or anything. So I had about an hour to kill before I had to jump back on a, on the train to go to Virginia. Mm-hmm. And I went outside and it was like, it was like that Will Smith movie. It was so <laughs> quiet. Damn. Yeah. You know, it was crazy. Yeah. But my car, when I got off the train, I mean, when I go to DC to get to my parents' house and you usually that's packed and right. they were like me, Ten of us total who got off the train. Wow. Mm. Okay. So on the train, quiet. Yeah. On the train, it was it was pretty. So on the train, there wasn't really many people around. You could you could have night. Not at all. Oh, okay. That's not too bad then. All right. Yeah. You know, it it was annoying because this couple sat right in front of me, and I hate it. Does that ever happen to you? Like on the train. Or movies. the subway or whatever, where, yeah. where like it's all empty and they sit right next to you, and I'm right. like, 
It's COVID. Get I'd away. have to say I'm something. Cough on you, just so you leave. You're right, right. Did you say anything? Did you cough? What happened? Did you just let it fly? No, I was just annoyed. I just kind of, I'm trying to be a good citizen, and just, I you know, it. I left them there. And then uh, they got off before me, so okay. it's not like they were there that long. Uh, mm. But yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. It's tricky out here these days. It's tough. It, it sure is. is. It's tough as shit. Uh, I'm I'm still. How you feeling? I'm still a little reluctant about jumping all the way into the world. I'm a little concerned about that too. I'm not gonna lie to you, but uh, are you I, are you ahead. doing gigs? Are you doing stand up anywhere? No, not not in the real Me world. Neither. Nah, nah, <laughs> nah, nah. I did a couple Zoom shows like at the top of the pandemic, but then I even I kind of fell back off of that. I've started yeah. to see them. I've, I mean, how you feeling about it? What you thinking? I mean, it makes me stand up because I have so much time to be with myself and it's a, yeah. little, it's a little much. Like, I love the distraction of like, oh, I have to go to, you know, uh, L.A. today or I have to go to wherever today. And then right. you just, you know, that that eats up your day. Even if the airport sucks, it's like a, an activity. It's an action. Yeah. And then I find myself, you know, going like what are you gonna do today what are you gonna do today what Man. are you gonna do today <laughs> i feel you i, <laughs> I know have so much yeah. time that you shit, know it is the worst it's the worst just with idle time this was the only thing i had to do today and this shit felt like it took forever for this to arrive like this shit i feel like i've been up for three days waiting to have this conversation it is dead <laughs> yeah <laughs> Mm, it's crazy. crazy but i've i've done like like i'm starting to read books again because uh-huh. i used to read all the time and then i just got busy with stand-up and i was like reading off my phone but i have right. so many like paper books you know just paperback books yeah and and there's so many classics that i've never read uh-huh. um and so i'm like you know what i should myself while i can right <laughs> How's that going? Are you getting through them or what you doing? You just cracking them or you getting through yeah, them? Yeah, I mean, slowly, but like, I don't want to spend all of quarantine saying that I watch Netflix the whole time. Right. So right. I'm still writing a couple of jokes here and there, but, um, but I am reading and I've, I've been biking and doing yoga and stuff. So, okay. you know, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to do stuff that I don't usually do. I can dig it. I hear that. I hear that. Ali I cooked here. a whole turkey. I took this. I cooked a seventeen-pound turkey. Oh, never shit. done that my whole life. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah so that's kind of wild. That off my off my bucket list. So you you Thanksgiving ready? Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. You just went through the rehearsal. Yeah. yeah. Ready. Yeah. November. It's going I down. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize you could shove so much stuff inside a turkey. Like there's just a big hole in there, and you could just shove anything you want in there <laughs> you know i'm shoving onions and celery and carrots and all kinds of stuff all yeah. types of shit huh? that's my boring life bees yeah. that way sometimes that's crazy. i've never cooked a turkey before that's a 17 pounds is a whole lot i know i cooked a whole chicken a few months ago and it's probably the first time i ever really cooked a whole chicken like roasted that shit and yeah yeah exactly when you hold a chicken, one that you know, there's a lot you could stuff it with. But when you hold a little a chicken, that shit feels like you're holding a, a like a a, a baby. <laughs> like you could yes. really, you really feel like you're killing something. Like typically, I'm so disconnected from obviously 
you know, this meat, you know, used to live before it was your food, but I'm so disconnected from it. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's thighs, legs, you know, drums, whatever. But when you got the whole shit and you, you holding it, you cradle it in your hands, about to put it in a roasting yeah. pan, you're like, oh, I'm a killer. <laughs> this shit is this is not good this is, and, this is and you horrific. have to like wash it in the sink and stuff yeah, it's like washing yeah. a baby yeah right 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 before slaughter oh shit yeah, oh, yeah and taste. then like making sure it doesn't slip out of your hands right you know, it kind of teaches you what you would be like as a parent yeah yeah i guess so i guess yeah. i guess so yeah <laughs> everything except the oven part you know <laughs> That's a well, hopefully, strength. you know, some yeah, people do a, that, but right, you know, I don't but, you think know, those... I don't think you would. Nah, I don't think so. Not at this point. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Nah. So you did. So you were at your your boyfriend's family's house for three months strong. How was that? That's a lot to spend with your boyfriend's family. Like I know why he is the way he is now you know i know okay. why he drank so much for a while oh, i know man. all of his problems because i can see them <laughs> this is supposed to be funny and it sounds very serious nah, i keep see up. i see the issues that you know because you, right. you only know your your own family right. you know right. right and but when you're like the only person in the house who's not part of the family mm -hmm. and you're looking in, you're like, Oh shit, I get it. Mm -hmm. You know? <laughs> yeah. I see why you like that. Damn. That's fine. yeah. Yeah. Oh <laughs> shit. Uh, how was it though? Was it, uh, was it enough space? Was it like, were y'all getting on each other's nerves at the well? How did y'all like gel? Was that your first time being meeting, like being with them for that long or even meeting them? What was the, uh, what was the, like the context? I mean, I've, I've spent weekends with them, but okay. you know, this was more like a commune. Like this mm -hmm. was, you know, who's cooking? We're cooking on Mondays and Fridays. You're cooking on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Okay. Hey, it's your trash day. Hey, you got to clean the bathroom today. I mean, it it almost oh, felt wow. like a fraternity, but mm. like there was no drinking because mm. nobody drinks in his family. Oh no! And I I drink, but I don't drink. Hello. Oh, you, yeah. Hello. Are you yeah, still there? Yeah, you broke yeah, up. Yeah, we have. You broke up. You don't drink when? Well, you say you drink, but you don't I mean, drink. I mean, I, I drink every once in a while. I don't drink a lot. Right. But, um, but you know, every once in a while, I was like, damn, I could really use some wine right now. Right, right. <laughs> you know, but uh, well. so then I came to my parents' house, and the first thing I did, I was like, hey, mom and dad, because they always have wine in the house. Right. So I was like, what up? Well, and then you know, I, I, I just it's 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 a big jump to go from eight people. You know. Yeah. yeah you should have you should have did like my wife when she goes to my dad's house, who's a Muslim. Mm -hmm. She uh -huh. she she buys her wine on the way in, and leaves uh -huh. it in the car, and then goes sits in the car and drinks her wine. <laughs> really? That's hilarious. Yeah. So whenever she she's ready to drink her wine, she'll go sit in the car and drink wine. That is hilarious. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Doing a pandemic yeah. dry is tough. That's gotta be crazy. It's so tough um i mean it's already tough but it's right and he's got a great family but um yeah after a while you're like where can i sit to just be alone 
And most of the time that place was in the car, you know, so I would mm. just sit in the car. Oh and yeah. Like, you got I it. I did most of my, my zoom shows. Mm-hmm. I did them in the car. <laughs> yeah. Now you just got to pack you about a slot, a bottle of wine in the car, a yeah. joint, whatever, the, whatever, the, whatever you get into. Right. <laughs> and get into it. That's yeah. a good life hack. That's a good life hack. If this shit keep going. Oh man. So anyway. Yeah, but hopefully, uh, you know, we'll be, I don't know. I just, I feel there's a part of me that feels like it'll never be normal again. They'll, they'll just right. be like a new normal. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Where we don't have to shake people's hands. I mean, that's just kind of mm-hmm. gross sometimes. You know? <laughs> yeah. You know? Like some yeah. people have disgusting hands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's kind of, that is true. I think it's going to be fucked up for about three, four months. And then I just yeah. think human nature, people are kind of slowly slide back to what they're used to, you know, depending on, depending yeah. on how these cases go over these next, over these next few months. If there's no super big second wave, I think shit, I think by December, people will be doing dumb shit again back. You know what I mean? it will be yeah. just as familiar yeah. as it was last December. We'll see. We'll see. It's going to be tough. You think you ready to get back on stage in front of people like live, like not even as far as comedy goes, as far as your act, but just as far as health goes. Do you trust being in a, a fucking basement uh, with 100 people closely? I don't know. Contained, not not, talking not 100% shit? yet. Not, not at full capacity, you know? Hello. I mean, I have no, I have no problem waiting if if it does the Come right thing, and you know, I don't. There's no need to like All rush right. into stand Hold up on. right now. If Muhammad, you there? If we're not sure where where the the second wave is gonna come, and I, you know, I'd rather just enjoy my summer. You know, write write a bunch of stuff because even the stuff that I that I had before COVID. It, it just feels like a pre-COVID thing. It doesn't even feel like anything I want to talk about anymore. <laughs> right, 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 you know? right. Yeah. Yeah, now nah, there's so much shit going on. Yeah. Go ahead. What if, about to say, if, if, if stand-up is what, what you love and without it, it feels weird and things feel a little, you know, nervousy without stand-up, you know, what's stopping you from jumping back to it? That's a very good question. I guess uh, I'm just trying to accept. Um, well, first of all, I don't have like a bunch of gigs. Like no one's calling me, and you know the <laughs> phone's not ringing off the hook, and they're like, "You have to come here," you know. Right, right. So, but, but you know, I have been offered a couple things, and and for me to just you know fly down to Florida and hope that like people show up mm-hmm. for half the money, it doesn't. I can wait. Right, right, you know? right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. But once you drop the album, you know, shit will pick up. Oh, yeah. Vertically yeah. obese. Yeah, it's going down. Aha. Well, it went out today. It came um, out, yeah. But, yeah, but that's, I think albums are just another, um, another excuse to, like, write more, you know, because you drop something, you dropped an album, that material's out there. So it just does kind of feel like a clean slate, right. you know. What album is this for you? Is this your first album, or is this how, how many albums have you put out? This is the second one. Okay, okay. Now, did you plan on putting this out, or was it a situation where you were sitting there like, you know what, I might have to 
scrap a lot of shit. Like you said, some of this shit sounds so pre-COVID. Should I just get these to the people <laughs> now? Or like, what's the, what was the deal? What was the, uh, like the inspiration? Well, I, this late February. So COVID was already out. Right. Um, this was, this is from the comedy attic in Bloomington, Indiana. Okay. okay. And, uh, and I was already like for a while had been like, God, I need to do a new CD. I totally have enough material. Right. Um, but then, you know, COVID started to happen. And then I was like, well, this is a great. So I'd worked there before. I love right. the energy there. I love the people. So I just asked the club since they'd already recorded other albums there. I'm like, can I just get it? You know, can you just hit record on your sound system and just can I record it? Right. Okay. And uh, and they were like, like sure. And so right after the weekend, they they just sent it to me. And um, and you know, it was five show, four or five shows, but it's you know, most of it is just from Saturday night, and then a couple of jokes that I didn't do Saturday night that I wanted to include. Uh-huh. I just had an engineer just like add them to the album. And then the very last track is like a bonus track in Spanish. Cause I do Spanish stand up. So mm. I just had him add like, you know, four or five jokes, um, Spanish jokes to the end of it. Mm. That's what's up. I didn't know you do Spanish. I knew you were Spanish, but I didn't know you do Spanish stand up. Where do you do? Do you do full Spanish shows anywhere or often or? Yeah. I mean, yeah, most of them are in Spain. When I go visit my sister and my family, okay. um, I just go to the the rooms there and uh-huh. do shows. Um, I I mean, I have an hour, but I haven't headlined a show. I've headlined, but but you know, they have like a. I've done like thirty minutes, you know. Okay. But um, okay. and I'd love to put an album out in Spanish. But most of the shows are in Spain, and then I did some festivals in Costa Rica, and then I um, I used to run a show in manhattan uh washington heights in uh-huh. spanish where um, at oh i think you told me that on 181st right at the um you know, yeah, yeah, yeah 181st it was yeah. a mexican a little mexican place right right i remember you telling me about that yeah that's what's up yeah and i did we did a couple at the uh new york comedy festival at gotham okay and um sold out that downstairs that downstairs room at gotham and then mm. we did some at this like um you know near the cellar it's a little bar i forget uh-huh. what it's called but so they've kind of been scattered but you know there's a lot of comics that speak spanish so right. it's it's been pretty fun um you know like we had andrew schultz stop by and do five minutes right and, right um you know we've had a bunch of people that um you know, they have it in their, in their family, like in their background, but then we have other people that are like, Oh, I could do five minutes in Spanish. Right. 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 Yeah. yeah. No, I hear that. Yeah. Schultz is very proud of his Spanish. <laughs> Get excited about that. Do you see, so you're uh, from Spain. He's pretty good. He's I know. He's pretty good. I, he's, I, he's, I'm very he's, impressed because I had no idea he spoke Spanish. And then when I told him about the show, I was like, do you want to do it? And he did. He said, yes, mm. he did it. It was great. Oh, that's what's up. What do you think the difference is between doing, I mean, obvious, outside of the obvious, the, the, the language difference, but like, is there a timing difference? Is there anything that is uh, significantly different when you perform in Spanish than versus when you perform in English? I mean, it really is the word order because, you know, it's, we flip words a lot. Like we right. might say, you know, a red shirt and they right. say, 
their shirt is red. Right. So it's a lot of like, you know, red. flipping things. Right. And it, it sometimes I used to kind of do it. Like I, I would write my jokes out at first when I started to do them in Spanish, I was like, but now it's just easier to just talk from my head. Just no, no right. preparing. It just sounds, it's just flows better. I sound more like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> like, right. 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 You know, right. Mm-hmm. it, it's almost like you can't over prepare for that muscle in your brain that you don't use. Like there's certain keywords that I don't know because I grew, I grew up in Spain. So Uh I know like elementary school Spanish and I'm fluent, but, but certain words like the lingo and the lingo is different. Like maybe a Mexican says this and a Puerto Rican says that. And I grew up in Spain and we say it like this. So there's a lot of that. Um, which can be fun when they're like, what does that mean? They're like, we say, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I've never heard of that word before. (laughs) Especially like body parts. They'll be like, there's like a million words for body parts in every language. Right. You know? And and if you ask someone from a different Spanish uh, country, they'll be like, well, that's how we say, you know, tomato soup. Like it's a totally different thing. Right, right, right. Damn. Well, typically it works kind of like that piece that you had on your Instagram where you start with the bad words, you know, like you were teaching the oh yeah the girl from Spain how to what a douchebag was. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> she was like douche. That's disgusting. Like, like why? Why would anybody <laughs> put vinegar that. in their pussy? <laughs> I love how Spanish people say pussy. Pussy? Pussy is the best. That was funny. <gasps> yeah, uh, that whole lost in translation thing is the best. Because that's all she got out of that curse word was wait a second, stop. You put vinegar in your pussy? She was like, then only I'm people like, that I would eat your vinegar in my pussy. She was like, then only the people. Only the people that like salad would eat your pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's funny. That's crazy. Oh, shit. Muhammad. What's good with you, Ali? What you been up with? What's been, how was Father's Day, man? Happy Father's Day and all of that. Ah, man. Father's Day. Happy Juneteenth. Yeah. How was it? Talk to me. Juneteenth. You know what I'm saying? We had the Juneteenth. And Father's Day weekend, it was beautiful. Yeah, you know? yeah. So a lot of celebrating. Yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of celebrating. Black fathers. That's right. what, that was. That's what this weekend was. Black <laughs> yeah. fathers. You that's know? what's up. That's a big look. So yeah, we 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 did it big as you could do it in the house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> right, right. You know, we cooked. My wife cooked a hell of a brunch, and then we ordered a hell of a dinner. And my kids, um, they they worked out a a day in the park, but we actually did that yesterday on Monday as opposed to on Father's Day. So we spent, you know, Father's Day in the house and then we went out to Brooklyn Bridge Park uh-huh. to kick it on oh. um, yesterday. How so was that? It, was, it was cool, man. It was cool. It was good. One, to get out and just sit in some grass. Well, we had the blankets, but sitting on the grass, watching the water, you know, okay. sun, sun was, you know, cresting. Heading to the sunset, the sky was beautiful and you know uh, a pale pink. You know it was it was a it was a it was a nice vibe. 
You was taking vibes. it in. You really appreciate. Yeah, you taking it now, in, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You now you notice all of the outside. Yeah. yeah. Before yeah. you were just cruising through, like ah, whatever. Oh yeah, look at that sun over there. Okay. You're like, I'm sweaty. This sucks. There's yeah. flies everywhere. It's now hot. it's like, oh, we're outside. <laughs> yeah. So you know, then you wanna, then you wanna be a Karen to the non-social distancers and shit. So yeah. it, was, it was some, it was a group of like, clearly the sign said this space is for solitary people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just small groups of people doing small things. Right. And this group of people were doing like a baby shower or some shit, like uh, a kid's birthday party. Right. And I'm like, yeah. with, no ma- with no masks? With, I don't, no masks, wine. They was getting it in. They had <laughs> tables and shit. It was a, it was a, it was a real spread over there. I'm like, what the fuck? Right. Listen. Oh, <laughs> <You know>? man. <laughs> so I, I didn't I didn't say much. I just I kept it moving and we just went all the way to the other side. Mm. Laid out our little situation. Keep some distance. So, Carmen, yeah, how do you feel about Karen? <laughs> Carmen, how, how do you how feel do I, about Karen? Yeah. Karen? Oh, well, first of all, I've always hated that name. So <laughs> sorry if you have any Karen fans. Um <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's it's one of those names that like oh, it's just so it's so Karen. It really right. does. It's the perfect it's the perfect word <laughs> for yeah. that. But it's like it's the it's in a sense of entitlement. Fucking just do what you're supposed to do, and right. you know, just so, shut up. You're not more important than anyone else. Right. I mean, uh, that's just a Karen. So, yeah. Carmen, Carmen, in your life, you are Spanish, like from Spain. Yeah. And do people, pre- you pre- how do you present since we can't see you? I don't look Spanish at all. So people never know I'm Spanish. So they think you're white. They think I'm white, and I am very white. Mm-hmm. Like, my mom is the one from Spain, uh-huh. and her she's one of six. And some of them have, like, get tan just walking outside for 10 minutes. Right. Um, and some of them don't. And my mom doesn't. She's very light-skinned. So you that I'm Spanish. And I'm also very tall. I'm six feet tall. Whoa. So, you know, most Spanish people, I am, nobody's taller than me in my whole family. Like, my dad was the only one and now he's probably like 511. So mm-hmm. so I don't I just don't look Spanish in any sense of the you know in any sense of the word. When I go to Spain, my family's like, "Oh my, they still talk about how tall I am." I'm like, "You guys have seen me for years." <laughs> like they're still like, "We can't believe how tall you are." Right. So um, so in the midst of yeah. all of this is going on, Black Lives Matter, you know, um People, we're fighting for, you know, uh, uh, equal stand in this land. You know what I'm saying? Of course, yeah. Like, where where do you fall? How do you how do you fall in it? Because, you know, most people will take you for white. And, you know, you have different cultures in, in your blood. But how do you fall into this American society and what's going on now? I mean, I'm a know as everyone should i'm shocked that people aren't that way like if if like compare i can't speak for my spanish family i you know i come from a, a traditional background my parents watch fox news they voted for trump you know that kind of thing 
but they're still good people. Right. You know, they just, that's just, they just don't like Joe Biden. They didn't <laughs> like Hillary. Mm. But they, but they, you know, they're, they're not, they're not as like, uh, I'm all for like gay rights and rights for everyone. Whereas like, you don't you don't really see that down here in Virginia so much. Right. Mm. Right. Right. You know, it's not, I mean, you do with the protests and I, you know, and every there's, of course there's everything, right. but you know, I knew, I know how I, right. I, I had a, you live in a bubble sometimes until you get to a big city. I'm in the burbs, you know, right. you get to a big city and you're like, your, your life opens up. Right. Mm. You know, but I'm all, of course, I'm all for equal rights for anyone, right. everyone. But that's right. just shouldn't even be a thing. You know, right. it should it, we shouldn't even try like it, it should just have been like that years ago. Right. Forever. Yeah, but it is. It's a thing. So it's crazy. I mean, the, the Juneteenth thing, everyone's saying like, oh, I didn't know this until I watched Blackish. Well, I didn't know it either. It's not something they teach you in school. It's like. <laughs> this is stuff that everyone needs needs to know, you know. Right. right. Um, but two weeks ago, they didn't feel like we and, needed and to the, know anything. Yeah, and and you know, a lot of of a lot of people are are close minded in this world, in this right. country. A lot of people are very ignorant, and they don't understand. And I think it's very sad, you know, when someone says, "Oh, it's not black." matter i think they're missing the point right you know yeah. and sometimes you have to teach that and be like no you're you, you know that's that's not what we're talking about here right. you know if 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 there are other problems will they'll have their own you know protest or this is about the blacks right now where right. this is what we're dealing with but so, it, it it almost comes from a place of of just pure pure ignorance right and Virginia is that's a tough place because you know it's it's uh I, I lost you. Are you I lost hold yeah, on, I got hold on. Okay, there we go. It's about Virginia. You said what about yeah, Virginia? Virginia is a place that's kinda isolated in a, a lost time, you know. Like uh, I read a piece today where some town in Virginia ran an ad in the front page of the paper recruiting for the Klan. That's like that's cr yeah in 2020. that's crazy yeah wow. so, and and I mean there's different parts of Virginia like I'm right outside of D.C. Oh okay you from oh. the D.M.V. So it's not but if you if you go south yeah I mean it changes mm. right. and I, I it, I'm sure it's like that in many states you know right so so in the south but yeah go ahead what sorry. are the, what are conversations like you know what I'm saying being home now and all of this is going on on the TV. Uh, is is there any teaching that you're doing or any any you know letting them see the other side from from your ex expanded viewpoint from being in the city you mean my parents yeah like sharing yeah i mean it's 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 hard because i know that fox skews things but i'm sure cnn skews things i find this this country very divisive very divided and um a president that does not help you mm. know help the, the the separation right and uh but you can't change people i mean you know you can't if 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 you know and i'm not even speaking about my parents right. but just a lot of my friends parents are like this and it's like right. you can't just tell them to stop watching fox news right 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 they're not 
it's not going to happen, you know, yeah, but they're, they're, it's like, they're good people, but they're brainwashed by the media. Right, and I'm right. not saying that the other side is perfect either, but, but, um, you know, people listen to what they want to hear right. and they don't want, some people don't want conflict. Some people, if you don't protest, I can't force you to protest, right. you know? Right. Right. No, 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 no. So just, just for shits and giggles. What yeah. would happen if you bring me and Damien over for Thanksgiving when you make your turkey? Oh, that'd be great. No, I dated black guys. That's huh? totally fine. <laughs> you brought them home? You brought them home? Oh, yes. How did it go? I mean, not, no, it was college, so it wasn't really a home Oh, it thing. wasn't, it Sorry, wasn't it a was bring camp. them home. It wasn't serious. Nah, I want to know. But no, but they knew. But they knew. They knew. <laughs> right, right, right. You know? Right, I want to. Um, I want to know what to bring home. My situation best friend like. in high school. No, but my best friend in high school um, mm. was black. Mm. Time. Now I wasn't dating her. She right, was my right. friend. Right, right, right. So, um, but no, it's not. It's not like that. But it was. It was. It would have been a, unusual because you know most of my school was white. Right. No doubt. You know, but it wasn't um, like, get out of my house. We're not serving <laughs> him. No. Right, 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 right. No, right. no, no. My parents love like meeting my friends. Okay. So you guys would be more than welcome. I yeah. know. I know. I have to watch so if you guys want to come tonight, I'll make another 17 pound turkey. Where that? There you go. <laughs> Where'd you go to college? I went to William and Mary, which is actually further south. It's closer to Richmond. Uh huh. Um, I went How, there. How'd you like that? It was too hard. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a nerd school and I had to yeah. study all the time and yeah, I, sounds think it was, serious. I think it was too Man. studying it's, and a lot of drinking because I studied so hard. What were you, what was your major in college? What's your major in? Psychology. I wanted uh, to be a shrink and uh, then okay. I did, a, um, I did like an internship at the psych ward and uh -huh. I said never again yeah. because the doctors there were just as crazy as the patients. Yeah. Yeah. They say that there's a yeah. thing they say like on your way to get your PhD in psychology, there's a, and it's, I forget what the percentage is, but it's significant enough to pay attention to of people that actually do go crazy in pursuit of becoming a doctor. I was a psych major too. And I remember hearing that and I was like, Oh shit. Yeah. That's a little crazy. Cause you could get so caught up in so many different things and start applying shit to yourself. And the next thing you know, you misdiagnosed yourself and you fucked up in the game and who knows? I don't went down. Yeah. I remember hole. that's funny. Cause I remember studying it in college and reading books and going like, wait, I think I have this. Right. You know, oh yeah. Reading. Yeah. Yeah, and then I would the... just get really sad. I was like, wait, this is, maybe I have this. I'm like, I got to stop doing that and self-diagnosing. Oh, shit is the worst. Yeah. Oh, and man. then I applied, I applied for the FBI after that because I really wanted to work for the FBI. Oh, wow. Um, Why you, damn. So what happened with that? How'd that go down? You live near the FBI, I, didn't make, I guess. I didn't make it. No, I, uh, I, I kept calling them. I kept bugging them. I was like, I want to be an agent. What, you know, what do I have to do? And they're like, we don't need anybody right now. And I'm like, I'm fluent in Spanish. And, and they were like, you know, we sometimes need people in Spanish, but right now we don't. And then the day <laughs> I least expected it, they called and they're oh. like, we're looking for Spanish agents. Oh, wow. And, you know, I was in love with like Silence of the Lambs. I wanted to be Clarice. 
um, from Silence of the Lambs. And uh, and they're like, you can apply well, test material. Um, so the first part was this math test mm-hmm. and this like, um, it was like a profile test mm-hmm. where you have to like answer questions about what would you do if right. A, B, C, or D, you know, and all of the, and, and it was timed. I remember I studied really hard for the math test and then I went to take this test. And it was so hard. (laughs) (laughs) I left there going like, there's no way in hell I pass this. And it wasn't even the math. It was the profile. It was like, it would, it would be these like basic questions and all four multiple choice sounded right. And they weren't Mm -hmm. looking for which one was right or wrong. They were looking for which which answer you know makes a good agent right right uh, so you, f- you know uh-huh. then that starts to me- mess with your head because you're like well they're all right oh but which answer would they want let me think oh right. wait but that's not me i don't do that you know? right <laughs> just... you start thinking what would an agent do yeah yeah that's crazy. yes and uh and then i got the skinny envelope and i was like well at least uh, i don't have to worry about that yeah that shit is hilarious. You sound like you was cold calling the FBI. <laughs> it was hitting the FBI. I'm like, yo, y'all hiring? What's I going even on? Met up, yes. <laughs> I even met up with this agent, you know, because uh-huh. every college has like this alumni association. So, right. you know, they had a list of alumni that were willing to speak to the students. And I looked through all the names and the jobs. And I'm like, oh, look, there's an FBI agent. I'm totally going to call him and just ask him all these questions. And he invited me over for an interview to his house. Like, it was totally, you know, not creepy. Like, okay. I went over there. I answered all these questions. And and I remember he was like, do you want to get married? And I was like, <laughs> I don't know. And, and he goes, because this is not the job for that. Oh, He's wow. like, you're going to be gone on all the time and he kind of scared me but i still applied but i mm-hmm. think good for the best i would have never you know found i never knew about stand-up like it wasn't anything i really wanted to do so so it was kind of a good thing that it never worked out right how'd you come to stand up how'd that happen i was living in new york city just you know hanging out with friends pursuing acting i was taking a bunch of acting classes and then one of them said comedy club and i honestly didn't even know that that was a thing because i never you know growing up in virginia i never really seen any Mm -hmm. so so i went and i was i watched these comics on i wish i knew who i'd seen you know but it was so long ago but but I remember watching these mostly guys. I don't think any women were on the show. And I was like, oh, my God, they're so lucky. They just get up in their dirty jeans and <laughs> say whatever they want and then just go home. You know, mm-hmm. and, and I was in acting school. So I was like, oh, you got to look pretty and always, you know, make sure yeah. you work out so you look sexy and <laughs> And I was so jealous of these people that, you know, could just go up in a bag of potatoes and make weird faces and whatever. <laughs> and uh, and so I just start, I signed up for a class because I was too scared. I didn't know anything about stand up. So I was like, I'm not going to just go to an open mic. I don't even know what that is. So so I signed up for a, a class at uh, Caroline's. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I and then I met some comics there, and then I started to go to open mics with them. But I was really freaked out. Like I really wanted to do it, but I was kind of freaked out by it. Wow, 
Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. What was the club you went to? Not before Caroline's. What was that club you saw these people performing? Oh, it was New York Comedy Club. But it, remember, oh. it was a shithole back then. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It used to be. <laughs> it was a spot. <laughs> it was a spot. It was a comedy trap house. Yeah. But, uh, and uh, I mean, I lived, I when I first moved to New York, I lived on 22nd Street oh, on so the you're east right side. There. So yeah. I remember it was like right there. And I was just... I was so fascinated by this job. I couldn't believe this was a job that people had. Yeah, mm, yeah. Oh, New York Comedy Club. Shout out to New York Comedy Club. It's a, it's, that's one of the first places that yeah. I, I, man, I really got stage time at. I love that club now. It's so <laughs> yeah. great. Yeah, no, that's a good look. Uh, what else I wanted to have y'all been hearing these, um, just on some random, have y'all been hearing, oh, you're in Virginia, so, and I'm curious, I don't know if it's going on in Virginia, I'm curious about where you at, Ali, have you been hearing these fireworks every fucking night? Of course, I'm in Bed-Stuy, it's Vietnam over yeah. there. Yo, but this shit feels like, well, hold up, Carmen, are y'all, is there firework situations going on in Virginia at all? Not no, I'm in the total burbs. Yeah, so this no, is inner city. I want to hear about it because I heard about this. Why oh, are people? Uh, why are they doing that? Have they found like who's doing that? We don't know who's doing it. I don't That's know. It's point. still a little. It's a bit of a conspiracy. I've been seeing. I see the thread on on Twitter talking about that this could be psychological warfare. Like, yeah. uh, you know, that they do these in certain, like, this is some military shit where they want to, like, they want to destabilize a community and make them, you know, bugged out, fuck up their sleep, all types of shit. This is just one of the things that they do, because this shit feels like 4th of July fireworks every night. June But not 6th. even, 4th of July yeah. fireworks last about 20 minutes. Yeah, this is about four hours. On, these shits go on all night. Every yeah. night for the last three weeks. Actually, it slowed down last night. I didn't hear much last night, but yeah. but the news and the the conspiracy theories that started picking up yesterday. So yeah, I mean, they yeah. probably you know what I'm saying. But see, what happened was you know it's going off like as soon as it's like six o'clock, seven o'clock, boom, 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 boom. You know, fireworks ain't cheap. You know, no. it's not like you know, you, you go buy some fireworks and you buy enough to last for eight hours or four hours or six hours or for mm -hmm. three weeks for that matter. You know what I'm saying? You don't buy three mm -hmm. weeks worth of fireworks. And so they were going off, but then I heard some like right on my block, like it sounded like it was right outside my house. So I went outside to see who the fuck yeah. was blowing off fireworks. Right. I got what outside and the shit was going off, but no one was on the block. It's like they lit That's it so weird. and walked away. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, what mm. the So you fuck? can't even see any, like, pretty purple yeah, and you, red and nothing. You could see it. Like, you know, you could see it. It's going off, but you're not looking for it because you don't even know where it's going to come from at any right, given moment. Right. It's just like, boom, 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 boom. you know, you're trying to watch TV. Now you're watching with the subtitles and shit. You know what I mean? You just, <laughs> at this point, you just the tune worst. the shit out. You tune it out like the police helicopter used to be. You know what I'm saying? Like the sirens right. used to be. So the conspiracy is that is we think that it may be the police that are doing it in the get back of, okay, y'all don't motherfucking need us. Okay, we give you right. some shit. You, we'll show you. Uh. So that's how it feels because it's just like ridiculous. It's not like kids having fun 
And like, are we talking all night? Like, all night. You are not three, four in the morning. I don't. I get some sleep. I don't give a fuck about the noise. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I go to sleep. You know what I'm saying? So it's but it's people that's not getting sleep. You know, the the message boards are blowing up. Like you know, I like can't get sleep. Right. What do I do? I call the police when they won't do anything. You know, and so it's that's the thing. But it used to be gunshots, but never five hours in a row. Never all night, but actually you, they're gonna run out of fireworks. So. Who said that? There must be an endless supply since Fourth of July is canceled all over the world. But I heard the Fourth of July thing is happening. Like there is gonna be a fireworks thing. Okay. Well, I maybe they got. I don't know. It it does sound though. It does sound like maybe they got nervous because they usually sell a lot of fireworks by this time, and you know maybe it's not as extensive of 4th of July celebrations all over. Maybe yeah. it's certain big ones, you know what I'm saying? So usually, you know, you might have one in this town and that town and over here that's buying a barge full of fireworks. That's if two of those get canceled, then you got two barges full of fireworks that need to go somewhere. Cause obviously mm-hmm. they're, they're spreading them shits out. Cause it's when I talk to people in other cities, it's going down in other cities too. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy. Very, just, yeah. That sounds like somebody planned this. Of course, it's it's it is orchestrated because it's orchestrated. Yeah. yeah. It's like boom, you know, saying for hours. Yeah. Yeah, this shit is just. It's like it's like America is just on random right now. You know what I mean? Like and. <laughs> Anything could happen. You just gotta live through the day. You're like, okay, all right, this is what we doing now. I right, fuck it. I guess I have to survive this and keep going. <laughs> oh man! Like June. Like, what is the rest of 2020 gonna be like? You know, it's gonna be know. great. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna, gonna be hot to the motherfucker. Money. It's gonna be it's hot gonna to the motherfucker. So these yeah, next few, gonna... these next few months is gonna be woohoo! It's, it's already getting kind of crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I mean, people are already crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah. so much going on. Everybody's sweating. You know, couples are together. It's quarantine. They, they never see each other this much. They probably hate each other. <laughs> like, Right. Yeah, that too. So all that. But if you can get through that shit and focus while everybody's unfocused, then yeah. you might be able to get to the way you're trying to go. You know? That's how I look at it. I'm like, okay, what the fuck is everybody else doing? Everybody else nervous and on the floor and, and fidgety and anxious. I need to be focused. You know what what are you focusing on these days? I'm focusing first first and foremost, I'm focusing on myself. You know, nice. making, yeah. making sure that I'm in tune with the things that I'm feeling and things that I want to do and the places that I want to go. You know, like what, like meditation in tune kind well, of thing? You, you know, you can call it that. But once you're in once you're in the practice of 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 dealing with yourself. Yeah. Then that's what you do automatically. I learned how to deal with myself in 1992. I was probably like 19, 20 years old. Yeah. And I came to New York. I'm from Miami. So I came to New yeah. York on an internship at a record label, and, it, and I was, like, in New York by myself. And New York can be a very isolating place if you don't know anybody, you know? Yeah. Eight million people, and then you. So 
the whole time while I was here, if I wasn't in the office, I was alone with my own thoughts and life was giving me a lot to think about. And then I learned how to deal with myself and I was like, okay. And then I came up with things that I really wanted to do and I did them. And then I was like, oh shit, I cracked the code. That's what I thought, you know what I'm saying, at the time. So ever since then, I've learned to to spend that time with myself because it feels important and it feels it feels good to understand who you are at the moment, in the moment. And a lot of times people don't get those opportunities to be with themselves. And I think that's what COVID did for a lot of people was forced you to be in the mirror. And it's like forced you to be like, okay, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? And it's yeah. only so much Netflix you can watch. Only, you know what I'm saying? Only so much conversation you can have. At a certain point, it's just going to be you. And that's good. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. That's a good thing to teach. I don't know if they teach that at the schools, but nah, like they don't learn no to like be that. by yourself because, you know, even my, with my therapist, we were talking about distractions. And if you just take them all away, mm -hmm. you got to find out what's inside. That's what's on the outside. Nah, you yeah, know? yeah, exactly. Right. And so, oh, yeah, it's not like speaking of school, like, you know, schools where we from, they not teaching you. You, they don't, no. you don't have enough time to fucking learn about yourself. It's like you need no. to fucking pass this test and get a fucking job. You know what I'm saying? Yes. If you don't pass this test, yes. you'll never get a good job. So fuck it. You know, that's that's the kind of teaching they was teaching when they ain't have budgets and shit. And they just, you know, pulling, you know, their own books and shit and paying for a printer paper out of their own pocket. So you don't really ever get to that particular lesson. So you just get in life thinking I got to get to the next thing and I have to yeah. make sure that I'm not one of these and I'm not like this and I don't fall off. So you don't never take the time because you don't feel like you have the opportunity or the time to take the time because if you don't make the next step, you're going to fall back and fall behind. So I've learned that shit. If you if you fall behind, so what? You when you come back, it's going to be the next shit. And and when I learned that, it was the same time when I was learning about dealing with myself. That's when like cross colors and car canai was the big fashion rage in hip hop and black community, right? Yeah. And everybody had the Carl Kanai and the Bugs Bunny Jordans and shit. And up until that point, I had had every mm -hmm. pair of Jordans, right? But I had to sit out the Bugs Bunnies. I had to sit out <laughs> the Carl Kanai. I had to sit out the cross colors. And I'm like, damn, I ain't got no cross colors. I am, I'm like, I ain't fresh shit. But I'm dealing with myself. Came back, started a company. Did my thing and we made it pop. And then by the time it popped, it was the next shit. And then you just jump right back in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so you don't miss nothing. You just, you gain a whole lot and then you're able to jump to another place. It's like, like, like jumping the timeline, you know, it's like yeah. quantum, a quantum leap. And, and if you take the time to really deal with your, your, your quantum self, then you make a, a leap that's that you couldn't do in regular time. And that's how I look at shit. Like sometimes you, I feel like I could bend time and be at a place further than I would in regular time, if that makes any kind of sense. Now, who do you, <laughs> yeah, who do you follow or listen to or like who are your 
I guess, mentors in that. Are there in that space? Yeah. That shit just came to my head. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not, like I said, a lot of this shit, oh. what I'm talking about, I didn't read or see. Oh, really? It's just, yeah. it's just kind of like when you're dealing with yourself, you start getting these, you start getting these messages. You know what I'm saying? The whispers, yeah. I call them. You get these whispers. And then you're like, damn, that's, that's interesting. And then you may start investigating based on the whispers. But I never read something and said, yeah, oh, that's what I'm going to do. You know what I'm saying? A yeah, lot of yeah, times, yeah. that's good. I, a lot of times, I have a thought, and then it's like, you know what? Let me. And then you find somebody or find an author that's kind of talking about the things that you were thinking. You know, it's like Google. Google ain't shit if you don't know what to put in it. Yeah, you know what I'm right. saying you have to put something in Google for it to give you something back. So when you go in yourself, you come back out. You're like, you know what? That's a thought. I don't know how to flesh that out. Let me research that. And then once you do your research, it's like, oh, whoop, bing, 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 bing. You know, it's like that for me. And so it's like sometimes you might say some shit and you really believe it. You don't know where the shit come from. You just really believe the shit that you believe. And then it's like with my wife. And then I tell her. And then she be like, yeah, yeah, whatever. You know what I'm saying? We need to do this and we need to do that. And then she'll watch church or she'll yeah. go to church. And then T.D. Jakes or somebody will say the same or similar thing from a specific passage in the Bible, right? And then she'd be like, T.D. Jakes just said that. I'm like, I just told you that two years ago. That's so funny. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you didn't know that it was a scripture attached to what you felt. You know what I mean? And that's, that's really how I right. how I move about. And I, I don't know how to explain that, but that's really how it goes for me. But that's really good because a lot of times, you know, they say stillness speaks. Like mm -hmm. if you're just in your own space, just doing your own thing, um, you know, it's louder than anything because you'll find out so much about yourself right. versus right. constantly always trying to do, oh, I got to go to this yoga class. Oh, I got to go to this thing. I got to go to the, right. you know, instead of just. And I think that was one of the biggest things I learned in the quarantine is that I was always doing, 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 doing. Mm -hmm. And when the world shut down, I was like, oh, shit. Now these <laughs> demons are coming out right. from every direction. Like, remember me? You know? Yeah. <laughs> right. And and I'm like, oh, this is a sign to just slow down. Right. Just, right. you know, just slowing down doesn't mean that I'm not doing anything. Right. And then my therapist made a good point. She's like, there's a big difference between doing and being mm. she's like you mm -hmm. don't want to fill your life with doing right because mm. that's what makes you know it, it always you're going to wake up one day or in your deathbed or whatever right. and go well what did i do with my life i was constantly doing stuff i wasn't really being i right. wasn't really living and that's that's an important lesson because it's like it's it played itself out like with the pandemic and my my like say my daughter right and yeah my daughter you know, she's the type of kid that's always on the phone, always on. Like, she has a cousin in Atlanta that's her age, and they will, on Friday night, they will FaceTime each other and be on FaceTime all weekend until, shit, Sunday night. You know, they watch movies together. They just have the phone running, you know. They not might not even be talking to each other, but the FaceTime is running. You'd be like, what the fuck? Turn the phone off. Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. it didn't make any sense. And then, but in actuality, when the pandemic happened, she was very prepared for what it was that was going on. 
you know, we'll beat ourselves up. Maybe we should give them more stuff to do. Maybe she'd be in more activities and all that kind of stuff. But when this thing happened, she excelled as a student because she was very used to the technology and very used to learning mm. from inside of the phone or inside of the computer. She's a YouTube learner, you know, she, so she knows yeah. how to be in that space is, is native to her. And it, and then she became a leader in the class because a lot of kids were missing all of the things that they had their calendar filled up with to do. You got this yeah. lesson, that lesson, this class, da, 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 da. and then pandemic happens. You have none of that. And so a lot of kids didn't necessarily take it so well. My oldest son didn't take it as well as my, my daughter because he yeah. was used to being in the world and being in the space. And so when he didn't have that, it was harder for him to adjust. Yeah. It's funny how just a few years, you know, or just, and I can see this with my nieces too, how just mm -hmm. a few years can change your perspective with the quarantine, you know, cause I have a niece who's 11 and you know, it was easier for her cause the 14 year old right. was like really missing her friends, right. you know? Right. Mm. You know, by 14, 15, like my son's 16. Yeah. You're just getting into the space where I'm free of my parents. I can right. get out and be with my friends and we could curse and talk friend stuff. You know what I'm saying? Now all yeah. of a sudden that's all taken away and you're just stuck in the house with your parents and your little siblings. It's terrible because you were just getting used to the freedom of being. Mm. Especially as a kid because, you know, time goes so slow. I feel like when you get older you know, time goes by so much faster. So I'm sure for some kids that just feels like the quarantine has been going on for like 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. She feel like a decade. Yeah. yeah that's it, nuts. I think wow. That's I, so yeah. cool. Well, you should, yeah, you should, yeah, you should, you should teach that shit. Um, you should really, that's like some real mindful shit. I think, <laughs> I think I try, I, I'll struggle with that. Cause sometimes you're, uh, like you feel like you got to do something with, I think I might be too impatient to be still and to wait for the uh, revelation or whatever, or the, the inner voice. Sometimes I'll be trying to beat the inner voice to the punch. You know what I'm saying? Just try to program some shit because I find myself feeling guilty that I'm not doing anything as if there is no pandemic or any of this other shit. Even in the midst of all of that, I still find myself, even, you know, with people dying and all of that, that, that type of thing, you find yourself, or I find myself way more uh, in touch with mortality, you know what I mean? And then even find myself, yes. like, finding myself, like, way more grateful to just be alive, right? So now it's, it's weird because you feel grateful to be alive, but then I'm still on the couch. Like, I'm not doing shit with this life. And then, I, you know, and then I, I'll feel a way about it. So I'll find myself saying, yo, let me read a book to legitimize this downtime. Let me, you know, let me crack a book. Let me do some reading. So at least I'm, quote unquote, bettering myself. You know what I'm saying? Or let me let me journal or let me look through, like, listen to old bits or whatever because it, in my mind, it kind of, I guess, validates the time. It validates the existence. Yes. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And to I totally point, get that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I liked about stand up. I mean, not 
overall probably wasn't the number one thing, but I realized even before the quarantine, that was a way to kind of validate the day. Like I'll be in the crib all day, writing some shit, thinking of some shit, watching TV, whatever. But at night, I know I got work to do. I know I'm on stage for however many sets I do. And then I'm like, well, I, right, then I did something with the day. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. you know, I guess that's a context that I may have created, but, uh, like that's I'm trying to get even more and more in tune with just being still, being in the moment, like uh letting, I guess, I don't want to say letting life happen, but um But it's hard. It's very hard because yeah. you know, I I totally relate to everything you're saying, and I don't know if it's a stand-up thing, but we're very active with like running to the airport. <laughs> oh, then I gotta go do this, then I gotta go do that, you know. And, right. uh, and I've even noticed it with like, my boyfriend has said this, my mother has said this, but they're like, why are you rushing? Why are you rushing? <laughs> you're doing everything like you're right. Like, oh, I think I'm just used to rushing, mm. you know, <laughs> and there's rushing? nowhere to go. So I just have to do things slower instead of just rushing all the time. Like I'm running out the door, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah, it's crazy. It's great. And it's to your point, like going to the airport, doing like it's tedious shit, but it's just movement. You know what I mean? Because it's it's yeah, it's a distraction. It's a distraction. So you don't have to. It's just, a distraction. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta sit there and, and wait for whatever you looking forward to, you know, like after all of that rushing and shit like that, if I'm going to a, a show, doing a gig or whatever, I'm on like a, a, a weekend and I fly in and I settle in a hotel and then it's the night the first night of the shows and then I'm backstage ready to go on stage. And there's that time where like the, the feature whomever's on stage doing their time and you're just in there with the little 25, 30 minutes before you hit the stage, you know, you might look at your set or you might go through your jokes or whatever, but that time right there, it, it should be killing me sometimes. Cause I'm like, God damn, I'm just ready to be doing something active. Cause right now in this moment, yes. it just, it just, it shit is killing me a little bit. And, uh, that's a problem. <laughs> I guess so. That's a fucking problem. But, uh, you know, I feel like I'm, well, it's I'm all, in this it's moment. all awareness, you know, right, we become aware right. of things that we do. And then we're like, Oh no, this doesn't right. feel like it's good for me. <laughs> right. Right. Is, you know, yeah. I'm realizing more and more though, you know, like just, you know, you just be who you want to be. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. in the way of, yeah, just the life that you want for yourself, live that life or at least make an attempt at living that life. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and, and move in that direction. And, uh, you know, hopefully it should, it should feel like purpose. You know I'm saying that at this point? I mean, I like, this is just, I don't want to say this is a revelation, but this is just something I'm trying to actively uh, apply to my myself like you know like you create your own shit your life is like a like a vision board you know what I'm saying like you just like yeah I you know today is Wednesday I could do whatever the fuck I want to do with this Wednesday whatever I could conceive is on the board for this Wednesday and as long mm -hmm. as I know that I could I could you know I could bring that to to life you know mm -hmm. but uh yeah yeah, you're a master of your own whatever that phrase yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> your domain or your whatever. Yeah, I feel, yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, shit. <laughs> wow, this uh, got deep, you guys. Yes, that's how we do. It's the conversation. Good, I like it. Yeah. Oh, you know, shit. my my therapist said something really funny because, you know, we've been focusing on these, like, distractions. So now every I'm, like, paranoid. I'm like, oh, God, everything I do is I'm just running away from just being still and just, look, you know, looking inward, right. like Ali said. And uh, and then my family lives in Spain. I want to see my sister. So I was like, do you think it would be a bad idea <laughs> to go to Spain? But now I feel guilty because I feel like it's just me and mm. creating a distraction. Not, but see, here's and, the... Here's... And she goes, she goes, don't worry, because your problems are going to follow you everywhere you go. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's no matter where you go, there yeah. you are. And so right. what what I do what with that is that <clears throat> even when you go on the move, you have to steal time to do what you're supposed to do with yourself. You know what I mean? If right. it's on the plane, if it's, you know, before you wake be, before you get going, it's it's always stealing a little like, you know, some people they take vacation. So they work 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 and take vacation. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So yeah. what what I try to do is take little vacations within every day. You know what I'm saying? Ah, so so yeah. w- whether it's 20 minutes here to, you know, just zone out or read or, you know, at the at sunset maybe ride the bike to Dumbo and watch the sun set. You know what I mean? It's stealing time while you have it to to get in each day the things that you need as opposed to starving yourself of it and then trying to catch up. Right. So instead of, you know saying, forcing yourself to do a crazy diet, just eat good when you can all the time. Right. You know? Right. And then you can have ice cream every once in a while. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You do the shit you're supposed to do during your regular situation. Then ice cream, not going to kill you. Yeah. You know, mm. that's how I, I look. I believe in that diet right so there. Yeah. You can go to Spain. You can go to Spain. Yeah, I know, I know. But they might not let you into Spain because <laughs> Europe is like, yeah. fuck America. <laughs> Y'all handled the COVID wrong. <laughs> so, yeah, they so, probably don't want us. So they might not let us in right now. They're, they're talking about not letting Americans into the the EU. Yeah. Mm. So, so. I, don't, I don't really blame them. <laughs> We're, we're we're pretty fucked off. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but if you do get the opportunity, it's not don't go. It's if you're gonna go, still maintain your presence. Still mm. be. Yeah. This. Yeah, be present is such yeah. a big one. Yeah. yeah. As oh, the out, as the outcast would say, all day am day. That means mm. all day, any day. Right. <laughs> I like that reaction. He's like, mm. Mm, what the fuck does that mean? Nah, that's all like right. all, all day, any day, I'm gonna be this thing that I am. Right. Nah, I hear that. Yeah. I think oh, I'll be ready to write a book. <laughs> I, I mean, it feel like it. it feel like we on Audible right now. I feel calmer. I know it does. You know, right, I right, right, so right. Much. It's so good. We'll get this. You got to put this book out so so people could distract themselves with it. You know How's your cooking going? It's good. We we you know we 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 looking good. We looking good. I got some greens on the on the stove. They looking all right. They looking all right. I'm letting them braise. How you seasoned them? Oh, I got I got into it. I put a I went with a good smoked turkey wing. I was okay. trying to go I was going to go straight 
vegetarian collard greens. I've I've done that. You know, I've been trying to, you know, kind of chill a little bit on the meat, but mm-hmm. ah, vegetarian greens, and I haven't tried it this way, vegetarian style, but uh the last time I did some vegetarian greens, they just they tasted very gentrified. They tasted like they ain't had no real soul to them. No, no struggle in the in the in right. the green. You know what I mean? Right. It was a. It just didn't. It didn't. It didn't feel right. And then I just did some the other day. I did a braise. This one that I'm doing right now with a pork neck bone. I went all the way in. I went full slave, and uh, that shit was <laughs> fire. I'm not even gonna lie to you. So I had to pull back just a little bit. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I'm not trying to, to go crazy with the blood pressure. And I was like, let me throw a little bit of smoked turkey on it just to kind of, kind of, you know, uh, cut the, cut the, whatever they say, split the difference type situation. Right, right, right. But yeah, so that's what's going on right now. Shit. You know. It sounded it sound like shit. With your greens and common turkey, it sound like we, we need to be planning a ITC Thanksgiving pre Thanksgiving feast or something like a potluck or, or just something. Open, yeah. We're ready to open a restaurant yeah, during well, Phase well, Three next week. Well, right, let's start right. with a potluck. Let's start. Let's ease into yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> little yeah, potluck yeah. or something. You know, I bring the drinks. Okay, hilarious. So you get the easy part, right? Because well, right. I don't know how to do this stuff that you guys are talking about. You made well, a you seven. Could, you could keep training us with the uh, being present, right? And, right. Uh, looking within yourselves yeah. while we cook. Yeah, I walk around in a robe and talk spiritual things, and you guys, yeah. you guys put your helpful. foot into the food. You know what I'm saying? There you go. Yeah, there you go. Yes. <laughs> you see how you threw the spices. That's mm-hmm. how. That's how. Are that's, you are you present? While are you present? On the spices? Right. Are that, you present? That that's how the whispers come into your right. mind, just as Ooh. sprinkles. <laughs> <laughs> Call the potluck food for thought. Food for thought. <laughs> nice. Ooh. That's perfect. Smoke different shit. Look at that. As you as you feed your spirit. Right. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, shit! shit. I'm with it. Let's do it. That's what's up. That's Carmen, awesome. where you go? So so the, the new album is out, Vertically Obese. Um, before we get out of here, you want to tell the people anything of what they what they could look forward to on the album, how you felt about it, you know, blase skip, or just they just need to go ahead and download that shit and oh let yeah. It speak to them. I mean it's 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 I'm so glad I recorded it because it has okay. a bunch of my favorite jokes and you okay. know, I talk about everything from things to you know more weird things to religion to my parents to my boyfriend okay to everything and uh and everything's on itunes right now and it drops officially on july 7th but it's on itunes and it's uh everything's on my instagram and my twitter it's all at carmen comedian okay yeah and i'd love for everyone to like check it out of course, of course. Where are you gonna be? Are you doing anything? You got anything going on this week? Any anything online or you know what I mean? Where the people can see you outside of the yeah, album um, release? I have a podcast called The Human. Wait, you broke. Um, yeah, you, you broke, broke up. up. You broke up. Say that again. Oh, the podcast called the What the a, Human What? I have a podcast called The Human Centipod. Okay. And it's um. It's out on everything as well. It's out on iTunes and, you know, Stitcher, all the little podcast places um, okay. at Human Centipod. And I do that with do that one with my boyfriend because, you know, we were um, quarantined 
in a commune. So it's all being, we, we do it in the car because that's the nice. only quiet place. And what'd you guys okay. talk about? Oh my God. Everything from like, you know, living with eight people to COVID to relationships <laughs> were silly. I mean, he's a writer. He's a comedy writer. He wrote, wrote for the late, late show with Craig Ferguson for six years mm, and then wrote okay. for DreamWorks. So there's a lot of goofy, silly you know, sometimes commercials, sometimes sketches that we do. It's fun. That's cool. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's cool. That's cool. Do y'all so y'all get along comedically? Y'all could pitch each other jokes and and shit like that. Is it uh easy? Yeah, dreamy, I mean, or mostly okay. I just use I use him as material. I don't really pitch my jokes <laughs> to him. I just okay. you know, I, uh-huh. I go. I'm putting this album out. Do you want to listen to it? Because you're in it. And, uh, and I'm like, it's already been recorded, so you can't change your mind. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> and he's uh, like, all right. He, he actually let, he doesn't care if I talk about him. So that's a, that's a good boyfriend. That's a good look. <clears throat> I got one more, one last question there. You've been on Conan Ferguson, Fallon, Colbert, and Letterman. Out of those, and if I'm yes. missing anybody, it, uh, add that to the, to the, to the, the question. Who was your favorite and why? Oh, I'm so biased because I loved Letterman before I even did stand up. Like, I just love him. I love his comedy. It was Uh the first, actually the first two I did. I did did it once and then they asked me back. So it was the first Uh two late nights I ever did. So, so say him. He's just very dry. Uh-huh. You know, he doesn't even really try to be funny. He just says what's on his mind and it just comes out funny. Right. Um, so he was he was my favorite. Okay. I mean, That's... you know, I love the other ones, too. I don't want to like not go back. On... Right, 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 right. <laughs> but, yeah, there was some, you know, there's something special about your first your first late night, you know. Right, right, right. Do you have your uh, your yeah. cue card somewhere framed or? Yeah. I have my Letterman cue cards framed and then the blue card thing. Okay. Um, I have that as well. And then my sister is a huge Letterman fan and, you know, she could never come because she lives in Spain. So, so she's like, can I have the card, the blue card that he like holds at his desk? You know, uh-huh. so well, the second time I went on, I got the blue card and I gave it to her and she was so happy. And then, like five years later, I found it in her sock drawer, <laughs> and I was like, "What the hell? You said you were so excited. This is like in your underwear drawer, you know?" That's, it was so funny. That's, that's where it's safe at. It's safe. Right, right, right. Memento, <clears throat> Muhammad. Where you going? What you got going on this week? Anything? Ah, man, I'm in the house. Uh huh. Drinking. Okay. Thinking. What you drinking? What you drinking? Um. Right now, I'm drinking some IPA. Okay. Right but this I'm, moment? In this very moment, I'm drinking an okay. IPA in a very fancy glass. Oh, shit. All I right. bought my wife for Mother's Day a set of crystal glasses that, oh. you know, because she liked to she liked to drink out a nice glass when we go to other places. Right. She always is like, these are nice glasses. And then, you know, we was at another one place, and the, the lady was like, you should take these with you since you love them so much and so i was like you know what and then she has some glasses that her mother gave her that when i drink at them when i drink out of it she look at me funny 
Like, <laughs> don't fuck God. that glass up. Why yeah. you fucking drinking out my mother's glass, you know? Right, like, you right. Know what I'm like, I was going to disintegrate because I'm drinking out of it. So I was like, right. you know what? She needs to start her own collection. Let me jump start it. So I, I bought a set of crystal glasses and I'm enjoying them. <laughs> probably That's a good man right there. That's so yeah, nice. Probably more than she's enjoying them because I use them more. <laughs> right, right, right. Hilarious. Because your drink feel different in a good glass. You know, yeah. like you a, do. a heavy weighted, you know, situations yeah. like shit. I'm drinking. Uh huh. I'm grown. <laughs> this is elevated <laughs> shit. Yeah. But if she shit. came, but if she came in here and saw that I had beer in her good glass. She Uh-oh. would probably cuss me out. So don't uh-huh. tell her. Okay. All right. We'll keep this. We'll edit this from the podcast. Yeah. So, so I'll be here, man. I'll be on Instagram at Mr. Muhammad, uh, Twitter uh-huh. at Mr. Muhammad. And shit, I'll be right back here next week in the conversation. Yeah. All right. Love it. That's what's up. There it is. Shit, I'm going to be here trying just to be. You know what I mean? Trying to figure out how to be still. Wow. And I'm going to wait till these greens are braised all the way. Fuck with that. It's some Jiffy cornbread in the most immediate situation. Right. But uh, I'll probably pop up a little bit on uh, on Instagram or Twitter, D-Lemon Comedy. You can see me there. And uh, until then, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even an enemy. To get in the conversation. Yeah. We are <laughs> out. Later. Thanks. Thank you. Hello, hello, hello.